everyone and welcome to the a2 life podcast we're so thankful that you are either viewing this or listening to this on your podcast platforms and thankful for this time where we have a conversation about discipleship in our personal lives and the life of our church here at ridgecrest and um, we're excited for a special guest today and so i'm turning it over to the man himself james oney because he needs to introduce our guest today yeah, well, we have the most precious, the vivacious, or, you know, the, the, the I can't say what I want to say on, on, on <laughs> um, but my baby, Chantel, my wife, my one and true and only, only. Hey, I like what you did there, James, my one and true only, only, okay. All right, so welcome, no, Chantel. That's Black Stallion. <laughs> Thank y'all for having me. <laughs> well, I say we've had a lot of guests on the podcast, James, but today might be um, the yeah. most special day for us to have uh, the one and only Oni, uh, Miss Chantel, on here with us. And so we wanted to do this today, though, James, because of some things that you have read and some statistics out there that just talks about in the midst of where we are right now in a quarantine situation due to COVID-19, the, the stress that life that brings, the stress just that is coming to life right now that really uh, impacts the family and that's the husband and wife um, covenant relationship that's down even to the kids and so how to handle those kind of things and so we really wanted to have um, that conversation today and so James just share your heart just really quick uh, about some of the stuff you've read, and then we'll jump into our questions. Yeah, uh, one of the things that just startled me, to be honest with you, was the fact that when you have, uh, uh, when we came into this pandemic, uh, divorce rates and, and, and troubles in the homes rose. And and so uh, initially, you, you're looking at it, and you're like, okay, man, that's, that's crazy. But when you're looking at it, it, you know, they're spending a lot of time together now and now it's like okay what do I say what do I do you know I, I spend a lot of time at work or with the kids but with my spouse you know uh, I have not been cultivating the relationship and so um, that was something that I wanted to tackle because I think it all uh, uh, encompasses discipleship and, um, and as, uh, as, as men of the household I think you know as spiritual leaders of the household I think we should uh, uh, make sure that that is healthy first you know um, instead of our respective other areas like work and, and whatnot, our, our home fund need to be, be uh, uh, spiritually set in that sense. And so, um, yeah, and, and I wanted to do this podcast because, you know, I don't know who's all out there, you know, uh, going through this or maybe experiencing some disconnect with their spouse. And, uh, but I wanted to be able to bring something to help in that way and uh, to disciple in a sense in that way. Yeah, exactly right. And so, you know, James, when we think of this and Chantel, you know, I was looking and reading some articles that uh, just preparing for this conversation and the LA Times um, just a few days ago posted something that's called how to avoid becoming a coronavirus divorce statistic. And it talks about how wow. in China, the divorce rates have have uh, skyrocketed during their time of the pandemic. And uh, just a lot of 
interesting things to read. And a lot of it comes to, again, the stress that's, that's at the house right now because we're home together, whether maybe for the first time, you got husband and wives at the house at the same time uh, all day yeah. and they're normally not around each other that long. Um, and you got kids everywhere and we're trying to homeschool and we're trying to uh, do all of these kind of things. And so um, I think this is an important conversation, an excited one to have today. And so let's just start here. Um, when you think of uh, just this, this where we are right now, James, we talk about discipleship all the time. And, uh, you know, everything we've said in the last couple of weeks is about reaching, building and connecting. And we've said, start where you are in that first place of circle of influence is in your home. And so let's just talk for just a minute uh, as we lead up to this, as far as how do you disciple at home right now? Let's think about that just about with your kids. Let's kind of start there and then we'll move into the spouse relationship. Yeah, uh, one of the things, I, first, you know, I, we have two sets of kids, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> and so it's interesting trying to do that. You know, my older two, they are at an age where I want them to own their relationship. And so for them to, you know, we're making sure, hey, are you doing your devotional time? But just even taking those opportunities when they ask or what uh, uh, they may be doing or, you know, um, Sometimes it frustrates us, you know, whatever they're doing. And we're like, man, you know, and, and we have an opportunity. Well, me, you know, I can apologize. I, I ain't mean to yell at you or I shouldn't have done that. And that's showing, that's definitely even in that because it's just showing, look, you know, daddy don't always get it right, you know, and, and we need to work through this. And so I try to take those opportune times um, uh, to be able to voice, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, certain things that are going on even with their lives. I mean, sometimes my boys, they just have questions and they just ask, you know, and I have that opportunity to share with them. Um, and I know my wife probably talk about this, but I know one thing my wife uh, is doing, I mean, my boys walk with uh, uh, her every morning, early. I'm in the bed, they're <laughs> walking, you know, and so, um, but uh, it's interesting. But for the younger two, I just try to model and, you know, and, 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 and also talk about, you know, Jesus and prayer and stuff of that nature. Joel is more so, he's two getting ready to be three, you know, and so um, uh, he's going to begin to experience more stuff in that, in that, in that sense. Uh, my wife, we were talking, uh, man, it may have been a month ago, but we were talking about uh, uh, when uh, Joel, not Joel, but uh, Caleb and Israel were there, was Joel's age, I taught them the uh, uh, Psalm 23. And so we were both, you know, uh, Chantel and I would sit down, we would go with them and, and they, you know, would do that. And so I'm looking forward to teaching it to Joel. And, uh, and when uh, uh, Timothy comes along, be, uh, being able to do that too as well. But just trying to find those opportunities there and, uh, and to cultivate those relationships there. But uh, what about you, Betty? Well, I think just for me, um, I've been at home with the boys now since March 17th, pretty much, um, when their schools were dismissed for the remainder of the school year. And so um, for me, I had to just kind of ask myself, what am I going to do now to be intentional 
with the relationship with the boys because here we are, you know, we're spending every single day together now. So one of the first things that, you know, I really began to do with the boys was um, I said, you know what, guys, you guys are still going to read even though you are in school. And it was like, ah. Oh. And so I was like, yeah, you're going to read. And they said, well, what am I going to read? I said, don't you have some books in your room? And they was like, yeah. But I said, you know what? No, I have the book that we're going to read. And probably about when this book first came out in 2016, it's the Prince Warriors by Priscilla Shire. Came out, I think, in 2016. I bought the book the first week that it was released. But honestly, we never read it together. So um, this time I said, you know what we're going to do? We're actually going to read this book together. And so what I did was I outlined, there's 26 chapters in the book. So I outlined those chapters and this is what you're going to read this day. And then I'll read it. And then we actually would come together um, the following day and we would discuss the chapters that we've read in there. And basically the book is on like Ephesians 6. It's an Ephesians 6 books for little kids um, about that, you know, teenager kind of age and everything. And we talk about, you know, spiritual warfare, you know, the shoes of peace. We talk about the breastplate of righteousness and what it's like for us to wear those, those items, those garments, though not physically, you know, um, and everything. So here our children are now they get an opportunity to really be able to see, especially amidst the pandemic that's going on about spiritual warfare and how we as believers, even them being 11 and 12, how they're supposed to respond even in times like this. And I know James mentioned that, um, the boys, they walk with me. So I walk every morning. Typically, I'm out the house at six o'clock and they rotate mornings with me and they walk with me. And so during that time, we find ourselves, we're praying as our neighbors are leaving and going to work. We see a neighbor and we'll stop and we'll pray for that particular neighbor and that God keeps them safe um, as they're at work and throughout their day. Um, we talk about creation. I mean, I think the morning time is just so beautiful when we can look out on all that God has created and everything. So we talk about creation. But one thing that I also noticed is that typically my conversations are different with between Caleb and Israel. Israel's 11, so my conversations tend to be a little bit elementary kind of to say, because he's <laughs> typically funny and he's talking about all kinds of stuff. And the conversation, it shifts real quickly with him. But with Caleb, the conversations are definitely more intentional on those times when we're walking. And I consider that such great mommy and son time, such great discipleship during that time, because we, um, a couple of weeks ago, we were walking and he was saying some stuff and it just, ticked me off and so we kind of had a little spat even in the midst of walking and so after we took about five minutes and we cooled off I said kid get up here with me and um we began to talk and just kind of reconcile the relationship and our conversation with one another and we actually ended that conversation talking about just the nature of leadership because he said I don't get all this stuff that we're in I want to play with my friends I want to do this and I want to go here I want to do that I want to do my camps this summer and all this stuff and we got to talking about the nature of leadership and how one day he's going to have a family and he's going to have to be able to lead his family with integrity, with wisdom, with God-fearing love and compassion um, and everything. So we got on that conversation with him. And so, and then just like last week, 
and Caleb and I, we were walking, we were on the last leg of our walk and we walked by a house we usually walk past and there are dogs at this house, a bulldog, a German shepherd and some other kind of dog. And they're always in the fence. And so we walk past and we turn around at this house and head back home. But this day, first, I don't know how, but these dogs got out of the fence and they were on to us. Caleb is like a 747. He is a jet at this time. And so only thing I could do, (laughs) only thing I could do was that he said, oh, mom, the dogs are coming. And I'm like, the dogs? And I'm looking back and I'm like, oh my goodness, these three dogs that are coming. What am I going to do in this moment, this instance? So I grabbed his arm and I said, don't you run, don't you run, because he was gone. And so meanwhile, I'm still kind of assessing Like, where are we? What can we do if these dogs keep coming and everything? So I am less than three feet away from the bulldog. I could tell he was the alpha male in this thing. And only thing I knew at that point was I threw up my hands and I began to quote Psalms 23 out loud. And I just began to quote that and we kept walking, quoting and walking, quoting and walking. The dog did not come, the dogs did not come any further to us. But I looked at that as an opportunity to be able to tell him about the importance of hiding God's word in your heart. And when you need God's word at the right time, it'll come out of you. And so we got home and we was kind of sharing everything what happened with James and everything. And James just kind of hypothetically asked the question. And he was like, do you think the Lord stopped those dogs? And I'm like, absolutely. You know, and the more I thought about it, I'm like, God shut the mouths of lions. Then I know he stopped these dogs, you know? So it's just, I think for parents, it's about taking every moment opportunity that you have and really seizing that to be able to point your children in the direction of the Lord. Because guess what? We're not going to be with them all the time. Caleb is going to eighth grade, you know, sooner or later, he's going to be driving and we won't be with him all the time. But if we point them to the Lord right now, the hope and the prayer is that at the right time, they'll be able to make those godly decisions that not only bring smiles to our faces, but they honor our father in heaven. So I just think about seizing opportunities to be able to disciple your, your children, um, learning Bible verses, make sure they're doing their devotional time and stuff like that, I think are just really important. Yeah, that's, that's, that's tremendous. You know, I see, I think of two words that's just common in which y'all just said, and that's intentional opportunities. I mean, I think you, you both just said that over and over again and what you were saying and and, and, and Chantel, you made the note of understanding, too, that each kid's different. So the intentional opportunities yeah. that we have with each kid is even different per kid and situation and circumstances. And so I think it's important for us to start with that question, though, because the reality with kids at home right now, they, they need us as, as parents to, to kind of guide their day. And I know that's one thing Lee has done in a tremendous way. Like they've kind of set a schedule out and they're working through their schedule for schoolwork and and play time and rest time, you know, it was just kind of all that kind of built into her day. And so they, they need us to do that. And so it's almost like for us as spouses right now, like it's such a big role that we're playing for mom, dad, teacher, coach, you know, whatever, everything's all meshed together, kind of start there. So then we can understand, okay, now what about us? Because in a, in a lot of ways, um, we kind of have to default to go right to our kids. And we do that a lot of times anyway, and probably shouldn't. But 
Now, what about the spouse? How do we make time for each other? How do we invest in each other during these days of quarantine where we're pulled in a lot of different ways, maybe more so because of the mom and dad, uh, you know, situations we find ourselves in, but how do we now think about investing in each other uh, and during these days? Absolutely. I agree, man. I think, you know, um, you know, I know you mentioned about Lee, but I think one thing too that, you know, I try to be intentional with, you know, setting up a routine. One thing that I found is important. My day really hasn't, or I should say, there hasn't been much rest or Sabbath time for me um, because I still get up between 4.45 and 5 o'clock every morning because I recognize that I have to take my time and spend some time with the Lord before the house gets moving because if I don't cultivate my relationship with the Lord, guess what? Everybody about to feel it because it's like the saying is, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. So, you know, I am, if I don't do what I have to do for myself, um, it's so important that I take time, you know, that I, I do my quiet time, my devotion. You know, I'm, I'm a journal girl, so I like to write down in my journal and everything. Um, I always have a particular passage that I'm studying right now. I'm walking through Isaiah 55. Um, so, and I find out that when that, I can then give my, if I would like to say this, I can be the best mom and the best wife um, that I can be to James and the boys um, and everything. The boys are with me 24 seven. So, you know, I'm fortunate that, um, you know, my background is in education. So it was really kind of easy for me to eat, kind of go into, okay, teacher mode um, and everything. So I think that has been, that transition has been relatively easy for me um, and everything. But I think it's so important that we be intentional with making sure that we're spending time with the Lord um, and everything. And I think that's shown um, the impact of that is reflected throughout the rest of our day um, and everything. Um, I find that my tone is typically a lot easier <laughs> um, throughout the day um, and everything when I've taken time um, with the Lord. And it definitely helps, I think, our relationship um, with one another. I, I don't think James and I, I don't think we have too many like arguments or like stats and stuff. I don't think we have too many. Um, if they are, they're not really like, really big. I, I don't remember the last time we had a big like argument or anything like that. Um, typically we pretty cool and pretty, we typically be pretty, we pretty chill. Um, I think so for the most part um, and everything. But I think one thing for James and I is that that has really been helpful during this time is that um, we did, we did away with this a long time ago, years ago, but we don't have a television in our bedroom. Um, and I think that's important because then it gives you an opportunity to focus on yourself as a couple, because you said it, you alluded to this um, just a moment ago, that typically we always find ourselves talking about the kids. 
You know, you think about it, if you've ever been on a date with like your spouse um, and everything, you're sitting out having dinner. What are you talking about? The kids, you know, what the kids are doing, you this is that, that other, you know, <laughs> and we rarely find time to talk about ourselves and yeah. talk about us as a couple and everything. So I think that has been really good um, about us not, and it's been helpful during this time not having a television in a room because we don't have that to occupy um, our attention and everything. So I think that's been really good for us. Yeah, I heard something the other day that was a, it was really a, kind of a neat idea. This guy was saying on this podcast I was listening to that him and his wife, like they call it their like family business meeting and like they do it every Sunday night. And that's where him and his wife like sit down and like talk through like the logistics of the week, calendar schedule, like who's doing what, what's going on. Like, mm -hmm. because he said what they were saying is any time that they were spending intentional time with each other, that would come to the forefront of their conversation. Like they would, they, before they could like on a date night or even just like, you know, right now, like for, you know, we're not really going anywhere maybe, but so like when the kids go to bed and you got like, you know, just a second before you're going to sleep, you're just like trying to talk as husband and wife, you're, you're so consumed with like, what's happening next as far as the business side of the family um just like calendar he said like we do that on sunday nights and then that way we know when we have intentional time during the week we're not going to talk about those things we've already discussed them and we're going to really kind of get to just kind of check on each other and listen to each other um well so i thought it was a really good thought on idea of, as we said earlier yeah, about with our kids being intentional that's really cool and so um what do y'all think um uh, you know you mentioned Y'all mentioned for y'all, there's not, you know, there, there's, I mean, there's, there's not like these huge stats or anything like that, but in the reality, maybe somebody listening or watching this, you know, there might've been some of that right now because you're so close to each other, like so much going on. I mean, you're both spouses are working from home. I know I have friends that are doing that. They're both spouses are at home with each other. Kids are around like, uh, so what would y'all speak to if like, maybe this quarantine has been a pretty negative thing towards someone's marriage and maybe they've kind of hit a place where there's some difficulty like what would y'all speak uh share to somebody that might find themselves in that situation yeah i you know first and 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 this may sound like it's a cliche but first um i would ask about the devotional life because if we're not spending time with the lord um it's going to be difficult it's going to be hectic and um, uh, now I'm not saying that when we do spend time that that stuff won't come. It, it will. However, I think we're more apt to handle it uh, at, uh, if we're in our word and, and we're studying it, uh, our word. Um, uh, so the first thing I would say, devotional time, you know, uh, make sure that you are having a consistent devotional time with the Lord. Um, uh, beyond that, you know, as as we're looking at each other, you know, as husband and wife, you know, we got to realize too, and Chantel and I, we took a uh, course, it was a class, um, I'm trying to think of the name of it, but uh, it talked about our emotional um, tanks. And and I think that can be empty, you know, or half full or whatever it may be, and that needs to be filled. And, uh, and obviously the only thing that can fill that is, is Christ and his word. And I think that the more that we get into God's word, the more cohesive we will be together. Um, uh, we we typically, as people, as humanity, we typically, you know, throw the word out a lot of times and just try to look for other means to to help us in marriage and so forth. But I think the word is at the center. 
um, uh, of everything that we should be doing. And so um, as we are spending time in God's word, I think that uh, it'll, it'll help things better. Um, we can find joy in most difficult times. Um, and, and it helps with our kids, you know, as we're even navigating as well. And so uh, just spending that time in God's word, I think that is, I think that's vital. And I think that is key um, uh, to that. So if anybody is, there, is, is, is going through something, first check that, you know. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, you just pick up a devotional book and you read the devotional book. I'm talking about getting in God's word, opening the word and, and, and reading it and, and praying to God and asking him questions, you know, and so forth. So uh, I definitely would go to God's word first. Yeah. And I, I think um, I, I think it's important, um, you know, in addition, you know, to going to God's word, because I think that should be our basis, our primary um, um, thing that we should do. But also, I think it's about I believe in looking for the practicality on how I can serve my spouse every single day um, and everything. So that means that the husband is looking for a way, how can I serve and help my wife in this particular area? If she's the one that's helping with the kids and doing homework with them, then maybe I can get in here and prepare lunch for them. So looking about practical ways to be able to help, you know, the same thing for the wife, if the husband is doing something, you know, what can I do to be able to serve? Because I think a lot of times, especially right now with this pandemic, because, and I mean, you talked about, you know, the article earlier that, you know, divorce rates have increased. And I can only imagine that when, you know, um, various jurisdictions and courts and counties and municipalities begin to open up, we may see some increase in like divorce filings and everything. Um, I think a lot of time because we end up having, I think if we look at divorce, often a lot of times the root cause of it is pride, is I, is egoism. Um, and we may even see a lot of this being played out and going on in the home because guess what? Typically we spend more time at work than we actually do at home. And so when we are now forced to spend time at, be at home and spend time with our spouse and with our children, Children, guess what? We don't know how to react to that because we've been doing things for so long for ourselves. So I think it's about shifting our mindset, so to say, and not just thinking about myself anymore. Okay, I got to think about these four kids and this man I have at home. I got to think, how can I serve him? How can I be able to serve them in the best way that honors the Lord? So I think it's to removing I from the equation you know, and begin to think about we are a family unit and how can we help each other? That's one thing we say to our children. One thing our children hate to do is clean the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> they absolutely hate the kitchen. Mm, um, so, <laughs> but I often say when I'm in the kitchen that we are a family, we are a team and we help each other. The sooner we help each other and we get in there together in the trenches with one another, the sooner we can get that kitchen clean and we can all sit down and we can relax um, and everything. So it's, I think, removing I from the equation, thinking about the other individual, thinking about those children and how you can serve. And guess what? If James is thinking about me and if I'm thinking about James, 
neither one of us going to go lacking because we got each other's back. And I think it's so important that we make sure we think about the other person and not ourselves. And then guess what? I think we can begin to have some, some happiness and some unity, some joy inside of our home that, you know, we can actually look forward to being at home with our, with our families, you know, and it's not foreign to us. Another thing I do want to make mention of, and I just thought about this is that, uh, some of them are may you know some people may be like I am or uh, uh, where I'm at work and she's home with the boys and and this could even attribute to the uh, divorce rate as well when uh, when the person comes home they don't do anything yeah. and and it's like hold up. Mad. <laughs> it's like hold up I've been here you know all day with these boys and you're just gonna sit down and do nothing you know uh, and this could work both ways. It could be the, the, the husband that's at home and the wife that's working is coming home and just sitting down and doing yeah. it, you know. But um, I know one of the things I try to do that's intentional is when I get home and I know I'm going to get home is the, I know she's been here with these kids, these four boys that are, you know, they're cray-cray. And so I just take them upstairs like, let's play, you know, yeah. and give her that time, you know, to to just be relieved from the boys, you know, for a good bit. And he does, James is really great about that. He, the two little ones, he always gives them a bath. It's very rarely do I have to give somebody a bath um, and everything. And that I'm appreciate, I'm appreciative for because I have fixed lunch. I have cleaned up. I'm usually in the midst of prepping dinner when he comes home um, and everything. I have taken the kids outside. I did homework with the older two. I done did work from home myself. So I enjoy him taking them kids upstairs, you know, <laughs> playing with them and giving them a bath because I need for my, I think my mental sanity, yeah. <laughs> I need that um, and everything um, just to be able to give me that extra push and that energy that I need to be able to get through the rest of the evening, I think is really important. Yeah, that, that definitely happens um, at our house in a lot of ways as well and Lee sometimes she was just like I'm just going for a ride or getting in the car I'm like where are you gonna go she's like I don't know but I'm just going somewhere she goes and sits in the public's parking lot feel so, me because I told James I feel her I told James that sometimes I just go sit in the bathroom I'm not doing nothing but sitting you know and you know, as you think about this, I think another thing just to add to all of this, and I got one more thing and we'll wrap up, but, um, uh, you know, being honest with each other as well, you know, because there are probably a lot of feelings going through your heads, right? I mean, just in our heads right now, because we're together and just things are different and our schedules are whack. And so just taking a moment as a husband and spouse and just saying, hey, can we think about this or just try to do it in a calm manner? Like when you're not in the heat of the moment or something like that, just calm down. If there's something that's caused some situation, but just, just be, just share, Hey, this is what's going on in my life right now. This is what I'm thinking. Hey, can we do this differently? Like when Lee and I just stop for a second and, you know, we can tell that, you know, maybe something happened that we weren't excited about or, or you know, some things didn't go the way we wanted it to go. Like when we stop and just talk to each other and talk in a rational way, and are honest well hey the way you came home and you did this didn't wasn't you know it didn't make what very it made me very happy or you know the way this happened or that happened you know just just being honest and doing it in a calm way has helped us tremendously um and what's going on around us so uh let's do this let's wrap up with this james and i want you to um let's do this let's let chantel go first and then james wrap us up and uh 
just la- wraps up with any final thoughts for the today's podcast. But Chantel and James, here's what I want you to do both individually is I want you to speak to the mom, Chantel, that's listening right there, right now. Anything that you just like to say on the end of a mom to a mom. And James, you do the same thing to, uh, for a dad uh, right now. And so Chantel, you go first, James, finish that, and then just wrap us up, James, with any final thoughts. Well, I, I think to the mom, to the mothers that are out there, you're home with those babies um, every single day. And you may be, you know, you're probably going through a lot of emotions anyway. There may be some anxiety, some fear or whatever the case may be. You may be worried about some things financially or whatever, whatever it may be. I think to the moms out there, recognize this, that the Lord knew that we were going to be in this COVID-19 situation way before when he formed the foundations of the world, okay? So if our father, who is all-knowing, knew that we were going to be in this situation, trust and rest assured that if you're walking with him, that he has you, that he knows everything that you need. And I think it's so important to recognize um, he tells us that his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. They're so much higher, so much grander um, than how we think and how we go about doing life. And honestly, it's quite encouraging to know that God's ways are so much higher than ours. You know, um, you think about us thinking like this small when his ways are so much grander and so much loftier than what we actually think. It's great to know that we serve a God that's looking out for our best interests. And I always kind of look at things like this. Um, Moms, we could be in so many other situations in life. But guess what? We get to do this right now, this pandemic, this COVID-19 with our greatest blessings, and that's with our spouse and with our children. So you know what? It's okay if things aren't going the way you expected them to go. If your summer is not shaping up how you want it to shape up, that's okay because there is something greater in this because God has it under control, under his authority and everything. So I think it's about moms just re relaxing and just kind of enjoying the moment. And that's difficult for me to say, because I'm very type A. And so to tell me relax, it's kind of, you know, but I am learning even in this, you know what, it's okay. You know, if it's on paper, it can be changed. If nobody has not lost a limb and we are not in the emergency room, then guess what? Things are okay. Things could be so much worse, but just taking the opportunity just to relax, find those ways to just be intentional in your home, with yourself, with your family. I think it's just so important and just recognize that, you know what? God's got this. We just have to be able to trust him in this. Um, I'm a firm believer that he has already gone before us preparing the way and that God is walking right smack behind us protecting the way. So um, just trust God in this moms and just recognize that he has everything under, he has everything under control. Uh, I, I would say ditto and echo, <laughs> you know, um, you know, uh, for the fathers, you know, you, you, we may have some that have lost their jobs, you know, and they are they're depressed. They're, they're like, man, what, what am I going to do? How am I going to provide for my family? Um, like you said, God is in control. Um, one of the things that, that stood out to me during this time is, is I have an, a, a pristine opportunity 
to be with my family and to disciple my family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as as fathers, we we hold a higher, uh, our, you know, a responsibility, a higher responsibility, in that we are the spiritual he- uh, heads, the coverings over our families, and 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 that's a weighty responsibility. Um, but it's a great opportunity right now to be able to pour into our family um, and to lead our family. And and I would say this too, husbands, don't be lazy. You know, don't be lazy. Um, seize this moment, seize this time that we have, uh, that God is allowing us to, to have and, um, and to be intentional um, with our spouse, with our kids, if we haven't before. Um, and so I would definitely, you know, just, just basically say that, you know, and, and ditto what, what Chantel said, God is in control. He knows everything. Yeah. So And if I could just add just this one thing, even as James, (laughs) even as James was talking, just, you know, we never know when we'll get this time back again. You know, um, we never know why this is upon us, why this has happened. Um, But let's forget about all the whys and let's just say what. What am I going to do with the opportunities that I've now been handed? Um, and everything is kind of like the, the adage, when you have lemons, you make lemonade, yeah. you know? So what am I going to do with this time that is going to be God honoring, you know? I'm going to have an opportunity to spend time with my children um, and everything. I know for us, we did a puzzle together as a family. And I'm in the process of redoing our one of our walls in our living room and we're actually going to frame this puzzle so this is like our COVID-19 tribute <laughs> tribute um, so every time we look at this puzzle we will have an opportunity to say we did that together as a family during the coronavirus and the you know we have grandchildren one day they said you know grandma granted where this puzzle? why do you guys have this puzzle here well you know what we did that with your parents with your dad when we were in the house for the coronavirus you know so those opportunities are really sweet really rewarding and just parents just take those moments and those opportunities uh, and moms and dads if you have an opportunity still away with each other just for a few moments, especially if you got older ones and you maybe can leave those older ones at home for like 30 minutes. Moms and dads, y'all go for a walk together just to be able to talk and communicate um, with one another and everything. If you wanna put the little ones down for a nap and or for bedtime, stay up a little bit longer and just talk to one another. Mm -hmm. Um, It don't have to be about much, but the opportunity that you're communicating and you're willing to cultivate your marriage and your relationship, even when times seem to be at its most difficult point. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so good. I think that's worth ending on uh, right there. And so, Chantel, thank you for hanging out with us today. You are uh, maybe more fun than James. (laughs) I don't know if I can. I like to think that I'm the fun one. (laughs) Well, we're going to do this again. We are doing this again, no doubt, because I think we could have kept talking all afternoon. But uh, anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for checking out uh, today's A2 Life podcast. And we always ask these questions as we wrap up. Who are you reaching How are you being built up to then build up others and then thinking about how are you connecting to the mission and purpose of God? And so we want to encourage you to fulfill uh, that mission that God has for you. And so James, Chantel, thank you again for today. And again, thank you for listening and checking out today's podcast.